Hey, y'all. I love the fact that I have this podcast because I can just talk and then I can always go back and listen for myself. And then if other people decide to listen, I'm sorry. And it helps. Then I did what I could do. Um, I just really appreciate that. I'm eating rice. Sorry. I'm here too hot. This um, Jamaican hot sauce burning my um, chest. But I was just reading a post and it was like, I feel like when you're in your 30s, that's when you start flourishing. flourishing because in your 20s, yeah, I don't know about that. And now, if this was even a couple of hours ago, I would have been like, yep, that's true. But nah, it's not true for me anymore. It's just a mindset change because I am flourishing right now in my own way, in my own different ways on this this level. Because I'm not the same Ajay I used to be. I've grown so much positively in so many different aspects of my life. So if I were to say something like that, agree with that statement, that's I feel like I would be downplaying all that I've accomplished, all that I've been through. All that I have done. And that's just for me personally. Because other people may not feel like if they agree with that statement. That's downplay all that they have done. You know. But for me personally. For RJ. That would be. I would be downplaying what I've done. Because I tend to do that. Um, Within me I have insecurities. Where I just can't accept compliments. No let me say this. It's hard for me to accept. Except <clears throat> compliments. It's hard to me for me to be proud of my success. But after Louisiana, that's when I started to become really proud of all my success and all that I've done. And I just saw how strong I was, how powerful I am. And, you know, when I'm 30, I always be like, oh, my God, when I'm 30, I'm not even going to recognize myself. But honestly, this past two weeks... I don't even recognize myself in a good way, in a very good way. I've grown so much just in the past two weeks, y'all, just in the past two weeks. And it's been beautiful for me. Like, I'm so glad I didn't go to Delaware because I don't feel like I would have made made this much <clears throat> progress this fast. Because I was already stressed out before when I was still on the fence am I going am I not I gotta do this I gotta do that so I wouldn't even have time to process everything but these two weeks ever since I turned it down it has given given me so much clarity so much time to process everything so much time to heal and just pour into myself and love myself if I need to be emotional I'm emotional right now crying but if I need that I release that you know what I'm saying it taught me that you will have to allow all things to flow in and then you allow it to flow out, good and bad. You have to let the the pain flow instead of just leaving it tucked in somewhere, and then subconsciously it affects you throughout your life. So, like today, I just had a conversation with my mom, and maybe I didn't know how to fully articulate myself, and maybe my mom didn't necessarily agree. But this is my perspective and how I feel. Therefore, you are not me, so you cannot tell me that is wrong. But you are more than welcome to disagree, and you know. Even though there were, there may have been like, you know, some type of disagreements or whatever, we still had that chance to converse. And it helped so much because there were still agreements. There were still things like, oh, yeah, well, this is how I grew up. 
Like, okay, well, and then we talked about love languages. Like, this is the type of love. This is, like, how affection seems for you. But it's just giving you a new perspective. That's not how affection is always for me. I need balance. I like to be touched. I like to be, you know, just, you know, some attention, some, like, talking things out. I'm a talk. Let's talk out our emotions. You know, not everybody's like that, though. But we make compromises. We have to, we just make compromises because not everybody works the same way or not even necessarily, it doesn't even have to be a compromise, but we just do what's best for the both of us. How can we find that balance with in between us? Cause I feel like even compromises has like, ah, oh, I gotta make this compromise with this person, I, but it's what you make it. Some people can say compromising is a positive thing for them, but other people might be detrimental to them. It's, it's all about perspective. It depends who you are. So even if you don't want to say compromise, it's just like, well, Oh, okay. Well, we have to find this balance between us. See, what works for my me and my mom might not work for me and my dad. So that's the that's where communication comes in. We make we have we we see what works for us. Which I still need to talk to my dad because I'm. It's so easy for me to talk to my mom, but I just be trying to figure out how to approach my dad. But it's getting to the point where I'm just going to have to approach him. To figure out how how can... Because I don't feel like we have a relationship. So I feel like, well, we don't have a relationship because I do feel like we have things to mend. So how can we mend the things in our relationship? And do you even want to do that? Actually, that's really the first question. And then even if you don't want to do that, how can we balance this out? My dad is very unique. And I can't... Like I said, I cannot approach my dad how I approach my mother. They're two totally different people. So you just learn how to talk to people. But that doesn't mean I'm going to totally disregard my dad like I feel I've been doing because I feel like people do that to me. Oh, is over-emotional. Oh, Ajay just lashes out. Oh, Ajay. I'm not, it's not oh, Ajay's just. I do that and I can admit that. I definitely do that and I'm working on it. I'm working on it by recognizing it because I'm aware of it. And then I'm like, okay, well, what can I do differently? I think about what what I'm doing before I do it now. Maybe not all the time, but I do my best. Okay, Ajay. And especially these past two weeks. I'm becoming more aware of myself and my triggers and my where I feel it in my body. And that's how I have better control over it. Or if you don't want to use the word control because that seems a little bit aggressive and just like a lot. I, so I have, I'm more aware of it and so then I know how to better use it. I can make better use of my um, my energy. Because everything is just energy. But anyway, back to my dad. It's just like... I honestly forgot what I was going to say, but we'll see where it takes me. But yeah, eventually I'll, I'll just... I need to talk to him. And I keep saying that. Yeah, I need to talk to him. I need to talk to him. And then one day it'll be too late. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be death, but it just might be, just be too late. It could be that. So it just needs to be a time that we set aside for each other and we actually converse. Because I don't feel like my dad had... The, my dad doesn't have the best of relationship with his uh, two oldest sons. And that's whatever he went through <clears throat> with his two oldest sons and their mother. So... It's just... Just because you grew up a certain way... That doesn't mean it has to always be that way. That doesn't mean that was the best way for you and for everyone around you. So how I grew up, there's a lot of parts that I liked, you know. 
But then there's things that I didn't like. Like, the my parents were very sexist. I gained new perspective because my brother and my friend were like, well, maybe you weren't rebellious enough. But then that leads me to... Why do I even need to, why would I even need to do that? Why would I even need to have to be rebellious to do simple things like go around according to my friend's house? Like, why do I have to disobey my parents just to do something? That just sounded crazy to me. And I was stuck in that mindset. No, I don't want to disappoint my parents. I don't want to disappoint people. I'm that type of person. I had to really grow out of that. I had to grow out of that. And I just recently grew out of that. When I went to Louisiana, honestly, because I only went to in and after I graduated college because I really didn't want to go to school like that. I really didn't want to go to college. Yeah, I've always been good at school, but at the time I really didn't want to go. Now I appreciate school more. But back in the day, I just I always used to say I hate school. I don't say that anymore. Especially use the word hate. Hate is a strong word. That's a that's a strong vibration that you really don't want to attract in your life. So I strongly dislike school. So, you know, I just did whatever I could to get out of it. And, yeah, that was great. Well, I just know, oh, yeah, that's it. I'm done. I'm not doing this for people anymore because I had to learn through that experience. Excuse me. I had to learn through that experience that those people, they don't have to go through what you go through. They don't reap. They can reap the benefits with you, but they don't necessarily, they don't, actually, they don't even necessarily reap the benefits with you. They could be proud of you, you know what I'm saying? But they also don't go through the shit with you, the bad shit with you. And even if they're, like, walking along that that journey with you, because my mom was there every step of the journey, and and that's who I was really doing it for. Part of me was doing it for me, but mostly for my mom. But I was doing it for a different reason. I just didn't want to be in New Jersey anymore because I was there my whole life. And I just wanted to go to a different state. So I ended up going to West Virginia University. But anyway, um, yeah, my mom was on the journey with me every step of the way. I used to call her every single day. She helped me out so much and I appreciate her. And I love her so much for that. But at the same time, she wasn't in my shoes. She didn't have to go through what I went through. So she could be, you know, sympathetic, empathetic, but she's still not me. And I was the one who had to, you know, get up every morning, go to class and study. I was studying hard, y'all. I used to be in that philosophy um, because that was my minor. I used to be in philosophy, sociology, but I just remember philosophy especially. I always used to be at um, studying till like 4. I didn't get home till late, like... It was like four in the afternoon, but for me, my classes ended early, so it was like, damn. But I used to make it a point that, you know, I have to go study. I have to do well. I have, and I'm I'm learning that there's a cycle for me, right? When I was in high school, I felt the need. Yeah, I need to cut everyone off. I need to be by myself, and then. You know, I ended up actually being with my brother a lot, my third oldest brother, and that's how we really grew close. We were already close before that, but we really grew close, and that's why he's like, a, he's basically my father, to be honest, and, or was, because I'm kind of growing out of that too. I still have love for him, though. That's my dog, but 
I was like, yeah, I got covered by off. And then we got closer. I got closer to my family. I got closer to myself. I found who I was, what I wanted. And I wasn't swirled up in all the drama. I, and I will forever say this. That was the best time of my life. When I cut everyone off junior year and um, mostly city, senior year as well. It was the best time of my life because I figured out who Ajay was and who Ajay wanted at that time y'all it was beautiful um and then now this is why I said it's an ongoing cycle because when I was at West Virginia I pretty much cut everybody that, and I only was hanging out with a couple people, but not even necessarily, well, some of them, like, we just weren't talking to each other, and some of them, I just, you know, I just started doing my own thing like I did in high school. So, it wasn't as bad as high school, because high school, I literally cut everybody off. I was just done. But in college, it was just like, you know, I cut, like, two people off, maybe, but all the rest of the people, I just was doing my own thing. Because I just got fed up. When I get fed up of the same... If I keep seeing the same cycle over and over again. And everybody doing the same shit over and over again. Then it's all this drama and shit. I, I'm i good. I'm good. I'm protecting my peace. Um, But I don't know if I really... I didn't really do that in uh, Louisiana. Because... You know, I was still close to my team. So, we I didn't really have to do that or feel the need to. And then now I guess it's just like an ongoing cycle now. I'm distancing myself again from people I grew up with. Certain people, most of the people. There's probably only one person that I fuck with heavy. From all the people that I grew up with. <clears throat> but other than that, I'm still in contact with my Louisiana people. Like, And then I'm just learning, like, you just outgrow people. Like, you literally outgrow people. Even if it's just for this moment and then you come back together, fine. But if it's just you outgrow them forever, then that's just what it is. That's literally just what it is, y'all. And... I, it's so easy for me to accept that because for me personally, I met so many beautiful people, so I know that this is not it. When I was growing up and I was younger, I was just, all I knew was the people I grew up with. I've never been anywhere else. I was even confined where I grew up at. I barely know places that are just 15 minutes from me because I didn't explore there. But I know the town that I grew up in. But I'm like, you know, okay, well, these are the people I know. So, you know, and and I was a kid, so it would hurt. It would hurt me more to be like, damn. Hold on. 